Welcome to the Thrive Space Podcast, growing the heart of your business. I'm John Erickson. And I'm Dennis Humphrey. Every month, we will be looking into the heart of business and leadership. If you're looking for some sound ideas and practical approaches to thrive as a leader and as a company, we've saved you a seat here. We'll feature perspectives, tools, stories from our experience as we've worked with leaders like yourself. And we're here to cultivate your mind and your heart as you encounter the challenges you do every day of leading. If you'd like to dig deeper, you can find these episodes and more at thrivespacepodcast.com. Do you know what is the most unexploited business opportunity? You might be surprised to find out. Thanks for joining us today. John Erickson and Dennis Humphrey here with you to dig into our first episode on the Thrive Space podcast. Together, we're gonna to unpack the most critical aspect of your business. Let's get started. Organizational health will one day surpass all other disciplines in business as the greatest opportunity for improvement and competitive advantage. That's the thesis of one of the most important books we've read in a while. Uh, it's called The Advantage by Patrick Lencioni, a business writer, consultant we really respect. And during this podcast, we're going to focus on his idea and how you can implement it. If you're not familiar with him, Patrick Lencioni is the author of a, a number of best-selling uh, stories, fables that include the five dysfunctions of a team, uh, death by meeting. But in this book, The Advantage, he, uh, he takes a different route. He forgoes the storytelling and he focuses right in. He, he draws on his 20 years of writing, uh, field research and executive consulting to some of the world's leading organizations. These are organizations that you would uh, recognize. Lencioni believes that too many leaders are still limiting their search for advantage to conventional and largely exhausted areas like marketing, strategy, technology. And, and what Lencioni demonstrates is that there is an untapped gold mine sitting right beneath them. He, he calls all that other stuff being smarter, uh, but he asserts that leaders and organizations need to shift their focus to become healthier. And this allows them to tap into a more than sufficient intelligence and expertise that already exists within their organizations. Yeah, the idea of being a leader and a company that is both smart and healthy is what drives our passion too. And our vision is for healthy business and healthy business leaders. It's the central theme of this podcast as well. So there really is an untapped gold mine sitting right beneath your business. And it's this idea of being a healthy leader, a healthy business. And that is kind of comprehensive. It's obviously a physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, all the ways that you're a person come together to make you a healthy leader. And man, I tell you what, as Dennis and I have experienced uh, it's really easy for us to see the difference between a leader in a business that's healthy and, and one that isn't. Uh, I remember, Dennis, you probably remember uh, the NPR podcast uh, called uh, Car Talk. And yeah. you being a car guy, you, of course, I'm sure laughed through many of those shows. But uh, Tom and Ray 
uh, Magliozzi, who I think both have passed away now. But man, I used to love Saturday morning listening to Click and Clack, and they would get they would get on there, and folks would call in and and tell them about their 1987 Volvo that that uh, had black smoke coming out the back, and they didn't know how to adjust the carburetor. And you know, one of the two of them would get on there and make fun of the the guy calling in. But then eventually, you know, after they heard the symptoms and they they talked through all the possibilities. Boy, I tell you, nine times out of 10, those two guys would come up with a solution uh, for that car's problem. <laughs> and it would make sense. They wanted to have a healthy car <laughs> and they got one. I bring that up, one, because I just know, Dennis, how much you love cars. So that's going to come up a bit as we talk together. But uh, car talk in many ways is kind of our idea for this podcast. It's uh, you and I, we've We've done so many things and seen so many things in businesses that we want to help you uh, take advantage of those experiences that we've had. Dennis, you have, I know, a story about a company, uh, a leader you've worked with that you really saw this idea of, of how a business can go sideways really fast if the leader is not healthy. Yeah, I do. You know, one of the things that as people are listening, if you're new to the podcast and you're new to this idea, what are you talking about health? You're going to be concerned that this is going to be all about touchy-feely, you know, my emotions sit in a circle, beat a drum, and we'll figure out how to generate revenue. And it's really not that. What it really is, is about a leader understanding why he or she is making the decisions she's making in those moments. And I, you're right, John, uh, I've worked with a number of leaders, and I, I think of these leaders how they had vibrant businesses, they had uh, opportunities for these businesses to grow, but they found themselves spending too much time fishing or on the golf course or occupied with other things, maybe even good things like philanthropic things in the neighborhood. And, and they, the reason they were there is because they were really dissatisfied at the level of the heart with what they were doing and they wanted to do something else, but they didn't know how to get out of it. They didn't even know to ask that question. And so there's a lot of sadness around stories like that of leaders who don't know what's going on inside, keep plodding away in their business, but their heart's not in it, or they don't know how to put their heart in it. And the business goes into decline because the leader stops making the important decisions. And that's really a health of the heart. That's a, a leader knowing themselves, a leader understanding what they need. For example, the one uh, you referenced there, he lost his business and it went into bankruptcy. And it was really a simple fix. All we need was sit down and just kind of hear him out and say, hey, you don't want to do this anymore? Okay, well, let's find you a GM. Come in, run your company. We can figure the money out. Now let's have a conversation of what you want to spend your time and energy on. Yeah, you know, being smart is really only half the equation when it comes to running a successful company. But when you look at it, you know, Dennis, look at the leaders that we know, the dozens of leaders we've worked with. You know, smart is, seems to be what occupies almost all the time and energy and attention of most of the executives we work with. You know, that many of them have MBAs or they have advanced degrees or they've been in business for so many years and, and they, they're slogging away at, at important things, things about marketing, things about, about finance, things about product innovation. Um, or their HR questions they have, or who, who are they going to, where are they going to find the talent that they need for the, the new project or the new government contract that they have? These are all critical things. But, you know, Dennis, we, we watch these guys, and when we come in, in to begin relation, 
relationships with them, we see that the other half of the equation really has been neglected. The, the part of, of being a leader that talks about me, who am I? Why do I make the decisions the way I make them? What kind of relationships do I have with other people in my leadership team or even with my own family or the people who are close to me? You know, I can tell, and I know you, you, you know, you see this too, Dennis, that you can ask <laughs> one of the things that, you know, we, we often like to do when we're talking to a leader is, is to say, what if I asked your spouse that question? <laughs> you know, what if, what if I asked your daughter that question? What do you think they would say about how much time you're spending on being healthy and you see their face start to turn red? That's so true because the people in that sphere actually give us great honesty. And this is one of the dilemmas is as a business leader, you're at the top of the house. Uh, you're expected to know all the answers. You're expected to you know, rightly lead, lead this ship or lead this crew. But if, if you're struggling to be aware of the impact of that on your people, or even just the impact of your organizational structure and issues like trust, conflict, um, how are you driving vision, how do, you, how do you structure accountability so pe your people actually know what they're doing and how they're doing it and that their hearts are in it and they're getting rewarded for it? You know, keeping them focused on results. These are all issues that really stem from a leader sitting down and asking some fundamental questions. How am I doing in this and how are my people doing in this? And that's where Lencioni's pushing us onto the, the healthy side of, of the equation as opposed yeah. to the smart. That's right. Dennis and I, for you know, for a while, we've been we've been looking at, at leaders uh, on the inside. We talk about the heart a lot, but when we, we use the word heart, we're not meant to be just touchy feely. We're not meant to be just about oh, let's just talk about our emotions. When we talk about our hearts, we're talking about the the inside of you that is the deepest part of you that is asking some real fundamental questions, and you're asking these questions all the time as a person and especially as a leader. Think about how often you think about these. For example. Who am I? You know, the question of identity. What drives me as a person? How do I know who I am? You know, why am I here? What's, the, what's my purpose, actually? What drives meaning in my life? You know, this, this question of, you know, who am I? Why am I here? Where am I going? What, what moves me? What's the direction of my life? Is it simply just to go to the, the next part in the organizational ladder, or is it to get that bigger company, or is it to become the CEO of the, the international part of my company? Where's, what's the direction of my life? And then who actually is in my life that cares about me enough to tell me the things that I need to know about me? Who am I? Why am I here? Where am I going? You know, who, who cares about me? Those are the kinds of things that are inside of us as a leader that Dennis and I ask questions about. And then those can be very uncomfortable questions to answer because an awful lot of us have been spending more time worrying about how much money we're making or how we're going to find that next important hire we have rather than looking inside and saying, am, am I the person that I need to be as a leader to be the most healthy, thriving person I can be? And that's really how we describe healthy leaders. We describe healthy leaders and healthy businesses with this idea of thriving. And we use that word, and it's not an uncommon word. It's coming up all over the place. I mean, even 
just in HBR. This morning, I saw a set of books that they're offering on, on uh, thriving, not just surviving. But this idea that a healthy leader is a thriving leader who knows how to build a thriving company is really at the heart of, of what we're about here on the Thrive Space podcast. John, you're right in that sense. I, I think, too, uh, what you said, we would certainly want, want to present the idea that we think all business leaders aren't really concerned about this. Certainly they are. They're certainly concerned about meeting payroll. And I don't know any small business leader that doesn't, you know, if they're really serious about it, they care about their people and they care about making their yeah. payroll and they care about providing benefits. And, sure. and, and they do take pleasure in, in seeing others thrive because of their company. I think what we're trying to say is we want to start to get leaders to be more intentional about that thought. Those questions are ringing around there. You know, the, even small business leaders are worried about how am I going to generate enough revenue this year so I have enough at the end of the year so I can pay for my daughter's college tuition? Those are just yeah. real issues and those are heart level issues. But I think, like we've been saying, they get so caught up in the smart side of it. You know, what's, what's, my, what's my P&L this month? What's, uh, what's my marketing look like? You know, is my HR recruiting doing what it needs to do? Those are all important things that help in the sustaining and the life movement of the business. But what we want to do is bring those other heart level questions to the surface so that they're identified, asked, and then the information that's learned from those questions actually gets turned back into the business. Sure. And, and what we find is when we do that, uh, leaders actually see more of what's going on than less. Exactly. Well, thriving is a comprehensive idea. Of course, it includes, you know, positive financials, uh, market growth, product innovation, it includes, you know, the, the HR issues, the taking care of your people, the making sure that the benefits are right. These are all important things and smart parts of your business. You know, but, but if, even if you get all of those things right, they, they really can be shallow rewards if they cost you the vitality of your people or if they squander your future legacy. And those are the things we're talking about. We talk about thriving is about our hearts. There's kind of a thesis here. I don't know if we can use that word, a central idea that we've been um, promoting when it comes to this, this area of how we think about leaders' hearts. Uh, Dennis and I, you know, we believe uh, that you and your business will either flounder or flourish based on how well you know your own heart. And th these are the issues we're really getting at here as, as we build out the first part of our podcast. Who are you? What drives you? Why do you make decisions the way you do? You know, why do you respond to people, situations, to pain, to stress the way that you do? Because all of the answers to those questions are really very fundamental to who you are as a leader and your, your long-term success, you know, where you're not uh, squandering the vitality of your people, you're not squandering the legacy of your, of your future or the future of the, the people that will run your company. You know, when you pay attention to, your, to these fundamental central issues inside you, they create an undergirding foundation to your leadership that can really outlast even who you are as a leader. So, John, I think if we were going to, you know, give, give three things here, three things to think about for people listening, like the first question might be, you know, where does that smart and healthy balance tip for you? 
if you if you take an honest look, you spend more of your time working on kind of the nuts and bolts of the business versus asking the bigger questions of how are my people relating? How am I relating to them? How are we managing conflict and communication? And so where does that scale tip for you if you were to put that in the balance? And then, you know, how could you take advantage of organizational health to grow your business? What might your business look like if the organization, not only in the structure, but in the people in those places, and then the people doing the right things at the right time for the right reasons, how would that organizational health change and grow your business? And then, you know, can you open a dialogue, uh, you know, with colleagues or team members about the healthy side of your business? If you, if you polled your people uh, around, do you think we're pretty healthy as an organization? What kind of feedback would you get? And, and might that surprise you or might that encourage you? I, I think those are three things that, that are people listening today could, could just ponder and then just take a step forward to do a little self-assessment on where they are in the smart and healthy balance in their business leadership. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those kind of questions are really crucial for you to, to think about as a leader, as we begin our process here of, of understanding what it means to grow a healthy business, to actually do that kind of self-assessment and self-assessment of your business. Uh, where's that scale tip? As we're moving forward, you know, Dennis, we've got a number of different tools that we use to talk about uh, what it means to be a healthy leader, what it means to be a, a healthy business. So one of them that we want to come to, and there's a number of, of things, and you can, of course, go to our website at EdenBusinessConcepts.com and look at a number of the different ways that we work with your business. We work with you as a leader uh, to help you think about your heart and how it moves you as a leader and how you deal with conflict and crisis. We, we do strategic advising. We have a number of different ways we do executive coaching and, and uh, consulting. We have uh, forum groups and mentoring. There's a number of tools, but one of the things that we're going to focus on as we begin this podcast and the first series we want to look at is this idea of root motivations. What is it uh, at, the, at the root level of who you are as a person and how you make decisions and why you make the decisions you make, what is actually motivating you? And you'd, you'd be surprised uh, possibly when we begin looking into this idea of how quickly you're going to discover what really is that makes you tick. Just run for a second, Dennis, through this idea of, of root motivations and why it's important. Sure. Root motivations is important because from our perspective, people operate out of three places. They are either going to operate from this place that we would call respect, that they value being respected. They value their ideas. Uh, a second place we believe people operate out of is a place of value, that they're, they really feel... Um, connected and engaged when they feel understood and valued by others. And the third group of people that uh, are motivated or third motivation is out of a sense of, you know, peace and, and comfort. And so what's going to happen as we talk through this, you're going to start to recognize you have these three people, types of people in your organization. And these motivations aren't really a personality type or a style. It's really a deep sense of how a person looks at the world looks at themselves and how they engage with their world. And that's really important because when you think about leading and motivating your team, if you can speak to a deep heart or root motivation 
in a person, you're more than, more than likely you will get a positive engaging response from them. They will feel understood. They will feel valued. Uh, they will feel wanted and accepted. And once that is sensed by them, they're more likely to engage around the ideas that you want to put in front of them. Exactly. So respect, value, and approval are three powerful motivations. And one of those is probably the central way that you, as a leader, uh, move in your decision-making and in your relationships. And it'll be very interesting for you to discover how that works and how you can leverage that, if I can use that business term, how you can use that to your advantage to build relationships that are healthy, build leadership teams that are healthy. So this concept of root motivation is a powerful tool. And uh, in the next three podcasts, we want to uh, develop those out for you, those ideas. So, and I think you're going to find it to be something very valuable for you and something very practical for you as you learn how to be a healthy leader. We're glad you joined us today. Our continuing conversations will bring life to ideas that cultivate your growth and success as a leader. Access other episodes and more great information at thrivespacepodcast.com. Feel free to reach out to us if you want to talk about your own experience. We'll see you next month as we continue our conversation about the root motivations and the need for respect. Bye for now. Thank you.